Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint on Global News Radio. Lots to go through, so let's get it started. We've got John Raz, former Liberal War Room director, and Bill Hutchison, journalism professor over at Seneca, also a former journalist and competitor. Hello there, guys. Hey, how are you? Hello. Let's talk a little bit about a little book uh, that Patrick Brown has decided to release. And, um, you know, this has come out, a lot of bombshells being dropped against a lot of top ministers and, and those he believes took him out of the game. Um, you know, you've worked in a lot of liberal war rooms, um, John. And so how does a guy like Patrick Brown, I'm not sure why the book is necessary now. You know, you got he got hired as a mayor. He got elected. How is this good for, you know, how he'll be able to do his job? Well, first of all, I presume he wrote the book assuming that he was done in electoral politics. Well, he could have canceled it. He could have said, look, I can't release it now or I have to shelf it. I no, mean- I'm not I'm not sure that, that the contracts with the imprints work that way. I think uh, once you've sold the book, they own the book and right. uh, they release it and they want to sell whether uh, Bill and I were debating before the show, whether it's ten or 50,000 copies and lots of press for the imprint. Good stuff for them. Uh, Bill kept on going lower and lower in the numbers. How does he do business? Uh, I think this is uh, much ado about nothing insofar as that is Ford country. If you look at all the MPPs, they're, they're all Ford MPPs out there. And so Ford has to do business with the city well, of Brampton. I suspect he will, but again. And, he will. Uh, and I don't think anybody wanted to talk to Patrick Brown whether he actually uh, published this book or not. It's interesting, though, because Doug Ford came out swinging, and uh, his comment was, I'd rather take an endorsement from Kathleen Wynne than Patrick Brown. So there's no question. It's I don't think I, I don't think Patrick has done himself any favors. There's no love lost there, absolutely. And I don't think it's going to make a bit of difference with him dealing with Queen's Park. The people of Queen's Park don't like him. They wanted him out uh, in his own party. So uh, he comes out swinging, takes a few shots at them, big deal. It's not going to make a difference. And really, how much does Brampton have to rely on, on Queen's Park for, for what they want? Uh, well, they want transportation. They want like you know, they want yeah, their. As, they want as their... John said, the local MPPs need to protect their sure. own ridings, so they will get what they need there. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't think Doug Ford is going what? to take it out on the people of, of Brampton, but again, I don't see how this possibly serves. This is Patrick just his Brown. vengeance. This is just him, you know, a little bit of revenge at them, just taking his shots. And and it's a it's a three day wonder at most because people will talk about the allegations for a day or two, and then. They'll forget about it, and, and I don't think very many people are actually going to buy the book other than the people who are on the inside circle who want to read this sort of stuff. And and we talked about how many uh, copies. I'd be surprised if there's between more than five to 10,000 copies sold. Uh, what I'm surprised at is he takes that shot at Vic Fideli, making the allegations there. After having been taken down himself, isn't it a little hypocritical to then just with a broad stroke uh, throw out this allegation without any kind of evidence or substantiation? Yeah, well, it is, again, and uh, these allegations have never come, I mean, she doesn't want them investigated, she's not coming out, and so again, I think he's invited a few problems that are going to end up being very, very uh, much of a headache he did not want. Well, let's also remember he's still in court, and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that rather large news agency uh, have yet to mount a defense, and I'm not sure that they are um, 100% innocent either. We will see. There's no question that he was taken out, and and it was unfair, but I just don't see how this book uh, serves him any purpose. Like, I just don't see how you mend any bridges or, like, uh, to me, it's just, you're just digging your own hole here you got elected mayor be happy you're married now you've moved on with your life 
you know, settle this in the court. That's the best retribution he can get is winning that court case, no? Well, that's another good question. Does this book undermine his court case? But as I said, I suspect the book was finished months ago, and then it would go to edit, and then it would have to go to imprint, and the contract would have been signed months ago, and maybe he couldn't stop that runaway train. I don't don't think it affects his court case at all. The court case has has merit. Well, it might add a few. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) if he wins that court case, he may lose some of the money back. Um, Let's talk about, uh, I don't put much stock into the polls, certainly not this uh, early after an election, but uh, rolling back labor reforms and canceling things like paid sick days, freezing the $14 minimum wage. Apparently, it's taking a toll on Premier Doug Ford's popularity, according to a poll that suggests uh, the party's dropped about six points. Big gains for the Liberals. So is the honeymoon over, Bill? No, I think that the the way the poll was asked might have had an influence on the way the results came out. If you asked uh, some people out there, hey, are you upset that the government took away two sick days that you were going to get? Well, yes, I am. Are you upset that the government's not ra- raising the minimum wage from $14 to $15 an hour, which was planned? Yeah, I am. So which who do you support? Do you support the government or do you support the other? Well, guess what? They don't support the government because they don't like those those two policies. But this government, the, the conservatives, ran on this uh, platform saying, hey, we're going to roll this back. We're not going to go forward with that legis- labor legislation. And they won a massive majority with that. So a lot of the people in this poll probably didn't vote in the election and probably won't vote in the next election. So this poll... On its own, it's it's Just worth daily squat. Yeah, and I'd be very curious, John, if they poll who they polled. If you're polling downtown Toronto, of course they hate Ford. I mean, that's just so. I'd be curious, but again, is the honeymoon over? Uh, I'm not sure the honeymoon's over. And if I was Ford, I'd be delighted that the points were going to the Liberals. If, if <laughs> we assume that the poll was well taken and well adjusted, well measured, and that the questions were not as biased or 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 uh, or push polled as as you as as you think that they might be bill then uh, i'd be much more worried if the points were going to the ndp who were the competitors in the last election i don't think it makes Ford. a difference at this point because it's so far away from the election yeah right but but i think r- it does it speaks more to horvath than anything because where the heck is she i mean why are the liberals making such gains when um because they don't have a leader that anybody recognizes right. and that's probably their best yeah. uh, selling feature right now well sure they do they uh, there's a there's a perpetual series of stories about the the, the depressed and the alienated uh, Kathleen Wynne coming out once a week in, 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 in a variety of publications. And, and how she's many people watching do you think are paying Ford. attention to that? I, I mean, I was amused to see that Ford is going to move uh, uh, party status, the demand for party status, up a few well, points. Yes. Well, so what? I mean, they have more seats. It's representative. It's a percentage. And that's where it was before Mike Harris. So, and and right. any other party would have done it, too. Um, quickly, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but, you know, just a week after apologizing to Jews and, and declaring that we must fight the rise of anti-Semitism, um, it was just a couple of hours ago that Trudeau finally issued a statement on a confirmed hate crime that is being investigated in Toronto. And I thought this was a real lost opportunity, John. I mean, this is a guy who had the world stage and could have made a statement about anti-Semitism. I mean, might even have mentioned the little uh, bombing campaign that just went on against Israel and nothing. Uh, and, and I don't get it. He had so many opportunities to, so tie, many. to tie this into the invasion of France to take the Nazis, the ultimate anti-Semitic enterprise, out. I don't get it. I don't know whether he has bad comms advice or whether he was hesitant to alienate his Muslim base. Who knows? Uh, or maybe if I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt, which I rarely do, but I'll try right now, he could say, uh, this is this is just a, a small incident, and in talking about it, we may a create... A small incident? We may, we, <laughs> may like... be, we may be creating copycats. 
there's lots of incidents of Islamophobia and there's lots of anti-Semitism out there. We all know it. It's rearing its ugly head. It's growing in the United but States. But it's anti-Semitism, which is spiking the most yeah, there around are more the incidents of anti-Semitism in Canada. There's 1,700 in the last year that they were recorded by police. And, so and there I will are more give them credit. Anti-Semitism. And Trudeau was very quick to jump on the alleged incident where a girl said her hijab was, was cut by a guy with scissors, which turned out to be a hoax. He was on that like right away. Like in an hour. In this case... Crickets for for days for until days. he was really shamed into saying something. Yeah, and and by the way, I mean this is a confirmed case. This is four boys. This is happening in the pit of 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 a very Jewish Orthodox community, and I thought it was a big lost opportunity. And again, he came out last week, John, and I was surprised because he went as far to talk about the BDS movement and that it's not okay. So he talked about that. So I'm thinking, okay, you've got a great opportunity now to say this is what I'm talking about, and this we won't allow, and he didn't. So. Any other thoughts? Well, I, I, I think that he has an opportunity and, by the way, an obligation yeah, as absolutely. as bigotry and uh, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, in all its forms, raise and rear their ugly heads again because we have a country down to the south that keeps on sort of encouraging this sort of rhetoric and we're seeing... Uh, well, it's a, been going on for a long time. It's no, but, not... But it's we're seeing long before this, this has been going president. on for we're, years. No, but we're seeing a spike. Uh, yeah. Incidents of racist and anti-Semitic activity are going up. The data is there every... But it's going up here in Canada too. That's right, because it's bleeding over And you think United that's States. because of Trump? No, I, I do very no. much think... I don't no. think it's just Trump. I think no. I think when you have no. a Republican Party that are openly no. sanctioning and endorsing anti-Semites and racist and they're winning elections that that the 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 the, the far right the alt right are emboldened you're giving trump too much credit yeah let's um qu- quickly take a break there's a couple of other big stories that i want to get to and this one involving a hazing at a, a pretty predominant uh, male uh, private school in toronto and it's shocking um why did the school not go right to the police why did it take the media to get them to go to the police we'll talk about that case coming up next here on point here on global news radio hey no name calling here just differing opinions going head to head with counterpoint on global news radio it is Counterpoint. We got John Raz and Bill Hutchison facing off on this. Uh, pretty shocking story that I think goes far, far beyond hazing. Ten Toronto high school kids at a uh, private boys' school, uh, known really for its athletics, have been expelled for an alleged sex assault on um, up to two male students. Who, according to police, one of whom was assaulted with a broomstick in uh, while he was held down in the boys' bathroom. And these altercations were allegedly videotaped and then put online. Um, and while the school did did act to you know investigate it, they didn't necessarily take it to the police bill, as I understand, until the media, it was Global News, started asking questions. But, I mean, this case is very problematic. Oh, it's very disturbing. It's it's way beyond hazing. It's, it's assault. It's, it's sexual assault. Uh, I would like to know when the actual incident happened and when it came to light. Uh, I think that the school, yeah, should have brought the police in right away. Right away. Uh, I don't think there was any question that, that you you don't hesitate on that. You, yes, you do your own investigation, you do ask your own questions, but you also have to bring the police. And this is not hazing. This is way beyond that. And and it's it's a it's a black mark for for the for St. Michael's. Well, not just. I mean, it just as a parent, you think that I don't. Those, I don't know how the child who, how do you get who was that? the victim can can the get over that yeah, like or go you, back to school no. after that. Especially in the fact that that John, it's it's not just the the allegation of the incident itself. It's that it went beyond that to posting as many as three videos online, and they have thank God been removed. But our reporters at Global have seen it, and it is quite disturbing. 
Well, I just don't understand whether whether it's a, this sort of scenario and St. Michael's had been on a charm offensive. Uh, when I take the subway, I see their ads up. They they, they were looking for students. Uh, I, they're also known, of course, as a Catholic school and a school of faith. But they're also a school of athleticism. So athleticism. they do have a good reputation. But is this like a thing still? No, like no, I, I just what, I thought hazing was like a yesterday. Whether it's whether it's 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 St. Michael's or whether it's AIDS at Queens Park. When is everybody going to wake up and figure out that we live in a surveillance society? And that alone should stop this activity. Observe behavior is change behavior. You don't get away with anything. And then what is the school thinking, or what is Queens Park thinking? To use you know the analog when they. Try try to smother or hush up things that have already been once it's online it's online forever and if they're and everybody has a camera in their pocket it is a surveillance society everybody is on film all the time wherever they go and that should actually be moving us towards healthier more prudent more cautious more honest more and more ethical less violent decisions and, and it, it also, doesn't seem to be affecting deeply, people at it's all deeply disturbing. they shouldn't it have is. to be under surveillance to to keep you on your on your best behavior, this is a kind of behavior that is way outside of that. And and re- whether you're being under surveillance, whether you're posting it on on social media, and you can be watched for that. Uh, what is this school teaching if, if these kids think this is acceptable? I, or, or that there won't be a repercussion uh, to be caught. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe we're at the point where kids just feel like, okay, I'm not going to get really in trouble and get a rap on the on the wrist, but that's it. But the bottom I line think it's is, a mob mentality when you get into maybe, something like yeah, that. Yeah, for One sure. guy's the leader, and and they all say, yeah, 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 and they all get into it. And and sure, there's a Lord of the Flies element to it. Yeah. And I went to a couple of private schools, and one of them uh, a boarding school for boys, and I saw lots of things, and there were lots of things that went on that were they yeah, to like happen 40 today. years ago. Yeah, okay. You know, like we're in 2018. Well, and, not and that old, but no. how about 35 years ago? <laughs> okay. I, was in a, I was in a private boys' school 40 years ago. Yeah. So, so, so uh, lots of stuff went on that today would be considered absolutely illegal, violent, criminal. And remember, the, the, the most notorious, the most elite private boys' school had had a huge scandal. What was it, about 25 years ago? Pedophilic actions, yes, 25 et 25 years ago. So we're in right? 2018. This stuff should be long gone. But, long but, gone. But I went to a Catholic schools? boys' high school in, in the 70s and there was nothing like this then. There was, was that no just because nobody talked to you, Bill? Or? <laughs> hey, I don't want to let this uh, story go, but uh, just a couple of days after Prime Minister Justin Trudeau spoke out in Paris in support of free press, I mean, he made a big stink about this on the world stage, you know, saying, hey, we've got to have free thinking, independent, rigorous, robust respect. And then Bill Morneau goes into a meeting in Beijing and the Chinese government say, get out, media, out you go. And he stayed in there. Should he have walked out? Well, he should have, but we're talking about a huge trade deal with, with China. And so he looked, waited out. Yeah, but said, we need a robust media, Bill. Come on. <laughs> yeah. If you believe everything that Justin Trudeau says, then I've got some swampland to, to, to sell you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't, I mean, I, yeah, he says that we need a robust media. So long as that media is favorable to, to Justin Trudeau. Mm-hmm. In this case, you know Which what, Morneau is. looked at and said, okay, we lose the media. Okay. So we get a, a little bad, bit of bad press, but we get a lot of favor with the Chinese government and we're trying to work out a trade deal. So he said, yeah, the, the media is expendable at this point. And plus they and really, the they really do admire the Chinese government. So maybe well, they're okay too. Well, do they admire the Chinese government or they do, do, do the they admire the potential of billions no, of no, dollars they, they, worth they of trade? Admire the, Justin Trudeau said yeah. he admires <laughs> he the, them. the Chinese government There's and the no dictatorship there. He probably, there. probably learned that from his father's friend, Mr. Castro. Either way, he's on record saying it. Um, yeah. So, you know, maybe they aren't bothered by this.
who could tell? I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I would. The only thing, the only place I wanted to contradict you is I don't think the press on the whole in Canada, most of which are conservative, are that favorable oh, to Justin right. Trudeau. <laughs> They're all could see him. Mm-hmm. All right. That's because nobody in the media talks to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. I got to leave it there. 841. We've got John Mraz and Bill Hutchison joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.